We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA. KJ Podcast, as the world turns, the NFL, the greatest reality show in television. Storylines you cannot even think of. Championship windows officially closing today. Seattle Seahawks trade Michael Bennett for a seventh round pick to Philadelphia. They're about to cut Richard Sherman. Cam Chancellor, Cliff Averill, Earl Thomas could be next. Seismic shift in the NFC West. Just a couple of days before free agency, Pete Carroll, John Schneider have made up their mind. They're going in a new direction. So many ramifications here. We'll get into Seattle as a whole. And then Richard Sherman to the 49ers. Not as far-fetched as it seems. Put down your hatred of the Legion of Boom. This is a business transaction for one of the best cornerbacks still in the league. Um, it's a shock that he's becoming available I mean, there's breaking news as we're recording this podcast. Alec Ogletree is traded from the Rams to the New York Giants. He just signed an extension to the crazy, crazy stuff going on in the NFL. It does impact the 49ers. KJ Podcast brought to you by FameProject.org. I encourage you to check out this website. Easy way to win money if you're a smart sports fan. It's not like you're betting on March Madness and your bracket's going to bust. You get to bet on free agency. 
stock market prices, fameproject.org, free $10 today. Sign up now. All right, major news. Seattle is making organizational changes. They had been rumored for a while. They put the wheels in motion Wednesday, a couple days before free agency, trading Michael Bennett, expected to release Richard Sherman, two critical pieces that helped them win a championship. Starting here, I mean, championship windows close very quickly. Seattle got one, 2012 to 2017, one of the most dominant defenses we've seen in NFL history, really started a league-wide trend of building the secondary up, having stars at all four positions. It had never been done. It combated Peyton Manning in a Super Bowl. It nearly beat Tom Brady, and then they fizzled out. Personalities got big. They're going to have to acquire young talent and trust their scheme, which essentially they're doing. That's what they're saying on this bet. It's a huge bet. Timing-wise, it links up. 49ers and Rams, what they did in the 2017 season ignited this. Had the 49ers gone 2-14 and and still didn't have Jimmy Garoppolo and Sean McVay didn't win Coach of the Year, are the Seahawks getting rid of some of their upper echelon players? I don't think so. Timing is critical here. Pete Carroll is still one of the oldest coaches in the NFL, too. I don't think they're going to completely strip it down to the studs. They may end up keeping Cam Chancellor and some of these guys. But if you're a fan of one of these Seahawks players and you're an NFL GM, now is literally a huge chance for you, a risk to put on the table. Are you going to ship a third-round pick for Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Cliff Averill? This doesn't happen often. Rosters are blown up in the NBA all the time. The teams realize, oh crap, we're not going to win. We got to do something drastic. NFL, you sort of fall piece by piece. A head coach gets fired or a GM gets fired. There's different players coming in. It's not normally a head coach, quarterback, GM are all in place and they're getting rid of just upper echelon defensive talent. So rare occurrence in the NFL happening right now. Clearly going to impact the San Francisco 49ers and their offseason. Richard Sherman. We're having the debate on the KJ podcast. Should the 49ers consider him in free agency? San Francisco in the market for a cornerback. Richard Sherman, one of the key pieces to Seattle's defense. An absolute game changer in years past. Can he still be after this latest Achilles injury? Rap Sheet is reporting Seattle will look to trade him first. They're going to look for a partner and get some draft compensation. If they can't, they're going to cut him. Or if he comes back, it'll be for way less than the $11 million he's guaranteed. Richard Sherman signed a four-year, $56 million extension. Pros and cons of signing him. These are the pros. If Richard Sherman hits the open market, he's better than Tremaine Johnson. He's better than Kyle Fuller short-term. 2018, 2019, you don't know with cornerbacks. They start getting up there 32, 33 long-term. Richard Sherman is a borderline Hall of Famer. Not a first ballot guy, but one of the more elite corners. Interception numbers are low throughout the years, 32, because teams stop challenging him. He takes away his side of the field. It will change the way the 49ers play defense. If it's Richard Sherman that walks in here and he's himself... And is pretty much the same guy he was in Seattle. DeForest Buckner will become better. Solomon Thomas will become better. That front seven all of a sudden is clicking. 
Richard Sherman impacts more than just the secondary. And that's why you consider front-loaning a deal. If it's a three-year, $36 million deal where he's still getting the money that he deserves when he's playing at that high level, you don't know it for sure. We'll get that into that in the cons, but... Tremaine Johnson, I've said this before, is not good at zone coverage and will get beat a lot. He'll come up with a ton of interceptions, but you're not getting 16 weeks of consistency. Kyle Fuller is more of a projection. He he has shown flashes, and it's taken cornerbacks a long time in this league for it to click. And Kyle Fuller, it looks like it's clicking for him, and it could in a new scheme that's really suited for cornerbacks too. So... Weighing those and, and other options and Denzel Ward too and, and Richard Sherman, it will be a tough decision for the 49ers. I will say this about Richard Sherman. You're getting leadership on defense that do you really have right now? Elvis Dumerville, elder statesman there, definitely well-received in that locker room. Richard Sherman is a culture changer. He makes people care so much more. He's been... Noted as one of the best coaches on the field, getting people in the right position. Essentially a defensive coordinator on the field. You can say the negatives in the locker room. He's a loose cannon. Will he call out the coaching staff? Will he feel entitled because he's coming from a much more successful program? He knows how to win a Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan doesn't. There are things all over the map here with him. Clearly the injuries... If he was healthy, would Seattle even be considering this? And Achilles in December also just had a bone spur removed. Can Richard Sherman continue to play at a high level? Will his body allow him to? It's not that he's so slow. It's just cornerback is a young man's game. It's a young man's position. They're always drafted in the first round. Teams are always trying to acquire them. Rams just got Marcus Peters. Cornerbacks, they have... A peak, And when they fall, they normally fall hard. So if you miss on a Richard Sherman here, it's going to be a waste of money. And Trent Baalke left you this money to take chances, but it will sting. I'm all over the map on this issue. I can see Richard Sherman coming in here and this defense being much better. And him being a stabilizing piece. And you're not going through the growing pains of Denzel Ward. Or you're not having to not play zone coverage for Tremaine Johnson because it's such a flaw in his game. Or Kyle Fuller comes in here and and doesn't pan out. Other people have lower ceilings. Richard Sherman's ceiling, if he comes in here, this defense could be closer to the top 10. He's got something to prove. Now, the Niners are only going to get him if he's cut. If he's traded, I don't think there's any way Pete Carroll's going to leave it in division. You rarely see that. Andy Reid has traded Donovan McNabb to the Redskins when he knew that he was washed. If the Seahawks know he's washed and he's traded in division, you'll know. If he's cut, it's because they didn't want to go to a certain team or they were like, you know what, it's not even worth it for this draft compensation. Let's try and get um, conditional draft picks instead. So, wild news. KJ Podcast, Wednesday afternoon. We're diving into Richard Sherman. I think you do have to put your hatred aside here. 49ers fans, I put a poll out there. It's about 50-50. Would you want to sign Richard Sherman? Listen, no question he's the most established corner. Is In three years, will he be the best corner out of the free agents in this group now? Possibly not. So this is a 2018-2019 bet. 
you're coming in here, plugging him in, and he's helping develop other pieces on the field, and this defense is playing 11 guys together. Um, Robert Sala is the key here. Defensive assistant from 2011 to 2013 up in Seattle, then went to Jacksonville, now the D coordinator for the 49ers. Obviously, he has strong relationships. He's never muted that. Always said he respects Seattle at the highest level. If he stands on the table for Richard Sherman and he's been communicating with Richard and Richard sees Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan as the type of offense he wants to be paired with, he doesn't have to deal with this Russell Wilson dancing around and and pulling something out of his hat. Not downplaying Russell Wilson and his ability here, but I think Richard Sherman... If he wants to stick it to the Seahawks, will consider coming to the 49ers. He also could consider going to more of a Super Bowl contender. I don't think the 49ers are contending for a Super Bowl next season, not with how good the Eagles have been. So um, we're all over the place here. Richard Sherman, good or bad idea, it has to be discussed. Like I said on Monday's pod with Allen Robinson and free agency, teams change drastically with these moves now. Players come available right before free agency that weren't expected to be free agents. This is a new trend in the NFL. Teams realize who they are. They like a guy in the draft. They they realize we have to make some major decisions here. There's a lot of unwinding in February, January. The playoffs are on. March, huge decisions are made. Seattle could win six games next year if they don't fully replace their team. Richard Sherman could come help the 49ers win the division. That's not out of the question. Take this for what it's worth. I love PFF. They have some flaws too. Richard Sherman has never had an NFL season lower than 82.7 as a grade. Patrick Peterson's had two seasons below 55. Some of these upper echelon corners can have bad years. Richard Sherman never has a bad year. He's really been a top 10 corner six or seven straight years here. It's a little hard to ignore how smart he is in a locker room and the character he brings to a locker room. It's a little bit of a chance. It's it's a risk-reward here thing with Richard Sherman. It is a huge roll of the dice. It's essentially Trent Baalke and a gift he gave you. You should not have this type of cap room. You need star players on the team. I debated no Allen Robinson. I'm in for Richard Sherman. If it was between those two, what is more important, adding a lockdown corner or another receiver to an offense that was one of the league's best in December? Allen Robinson may not pan out. Richard Sherman may not pan out. They're both not guarantees. Allen Robinson has a longer career and lifespan. Richard Sherman has a greater impact on the football field, in my opinion, for the 49ers. Maybe not for every single team he goes to, but Richard Sherman is probably the best player on the 49ers defense. Actually, he easily is if you sign him tomorrow. Even coming off of surgeries. Even at 30 years old. You have a scary piece that defensive coordinators now, excuse me, offensive coordinators now are not happy that they're dealing with him. You got to weigh this. I think it's ultimately Kyle Shanahan's call. He's kind of the free agent czar. John Lynch has led up the draft efforts. If Kyle Shanahan is in and Robert Sala is in, I think this is a move that needs to be considered. Negotiations need to happen. It could help tremendously. It's shocking the league as the world turns. You don't expect this. Um, 
regardless, corner is going to be, I think, a day one, two, or three signing. Tremaine Johnson, Kyle Fuller, Aaron Colvin, Malcolm Butler, Prince Akamura, Bashad Breeland. I think these guys probably are going to go quickly. Corners aren't normally the guys that are there two or three weeks later. There's not a big market for them. Teams kind of have to pull the trigger. They kind of have to make a quick decision. Richard Sherman on film, 2017 was his worst year. If Robert Sala said, hey, he's reached his peak, I don't think he can play like he did in 2014, stay away. Even bring him in for a meeting, don't offer him. He may not want to come here too. He may have such respect in class. There's certain guys who when they leave a team after they've won a Super Bowl with, they don't want to be in the same division. We don't know how Richard Sherman is going to react. He's obviously an emotional guy. He's pulled some stunts too in years past. I don't want to pretend like I'm 100% for him. Calling for media members to be fired or pull, pull credentials and... His britches are really big, and there's rumors with him and Russell Wilson not getting along. He's not the easiest person to deal with, but I think it's kind of been worth it for Seattle. I don't know what type of success they would have had without him if they put another corner there. If they put Patrick Peterson there, is it a scheme thing? I don't know. We're about to find out. I mean, they're blowing up everything, essentially, so it'll be apples to oranges, but... Pete Carroll, one of the oldest coaches in the NFL, is going to be losing several pieces he won to win a Super Bowl. Seattle, how different are they going to look next year? KJ podcast, Wednesday afternoon. There's going to be more breaking news the next two weeks. We're just going to hop on here whenever I have time and there's a big story. Seattle dominating the headlines. Trading Michael Bennett. Richard Sherman on the move. How many suitors is he going to have? I would expect 7 to 10 teams to be interested in Richard Sherman. Cornerback play is that hard. Hey, listen, we saw Darrell Rivas really take a drop off from being one of the best. We also saw Champ Bailey play late into his 30s and still be dominant. And he's going to be headed for the Hall of Fame. This is kind of similar to Josh Norman. If you think about it, the Panthers surprisingly cut him. A lot of teams were interested. He ends up with the Redskins. Has he really panned out? No, the Redskins haven't won a playoff game with him. Is he the reason why they're not making the playoffs though? So it's a hard argument to have. He hasn't been as dominant as he was though in Carolina. And their secondary as a whole hasn't been that good in Washington. So... There's scenarios how this could all play out. There's a ceiling, a floor. I think Richard Sherman's somewhere in the middle. If he's like he was in 2017, he grades out as a top 10, top 15 corner and is bringing a lot to this team. You have to consider it. He's got the height, the length, the hands, the experience. This defense is relatively young. DeForest Buckner, Ruben Foster, if he ever comes back, whoever they draft, it's not like there's a lot of veteran leadership. You're going to lose Eric Reed. You need a voice in that defensive meeting room. Kyle's with the offense a lot. Jimmy Garoppolo's with the offense. The defense meets by itself a lot. You need distinguished voices to bring the team together, call people out. Richard Sherman is that guy. He can make a team tight. He can divide a team too. He can do anything. He's got that powerful 
of a voice. Great writer, too. I think he's written for SI.com, Players Tribune. You see him everywhere. I'm pro Richard Sherman. I'm also pro Kyle Fuller. I'd be fine with either of those. Tremaine Johnson, I think he's going to get burned a lot. If you do sign Richard Sherman, does that make you more inclined to draft a Denzel Ward? Possibly because of Sherman's age. If you sign Kendall Fuller, maybe not. What kind of money is Kendall Fuller going to go for? Is he going to ask for $10 million a year? That's, that's a ton. He's not at that level yet. It's a consistency thing with Kyle Shanahan. That's why he liked Pierre Garçon last offseason. Kind of knew what he was getting. Do you know what you're getting more with Richard Sherman than Kyle Fuller and Tremaine Johnson? I think so. And I think it's better in the short term. KJ Podcast tweeted this out too. I would be looking to trade Eric Armstead for some picks here. Alec Ogletree just netted the Rams an extra fourth and sixth round pick. They traded Robert Quinn. They're getting some ammo. Not that you had to copy your division rivals here. I'm just saying Eric Armstead, I don't think he's a long-term fit here. At what position? Interior D-line is already pretty much set. He's not a Leo. He's not an edge guy. He was doing okay before surgery. Not like he was bad. I'm just saying I'd rather have a fourth or sixth-round pick with the draft class last year and Adrian Colbert's and Trent Taylor's, George Kittle's, all these guys late. I'd give this pick to Adam Peters and John Lynch. Even a fifth-round pick. I'd take I'd trade Eric Armstead for a fifth round pick today. Giving yourself more ammo and another piece you think could be a contributor next season. 49ers, NFL, KJ podcast, diving into the big issues. Relevant, timely content for you, fresh. Whether it's on your iPhone, in the car, working out. Appreciate you listening to KJ Pod. March is gonna be a heavily potted month. Free agency, new teams. We'll analyze every move. Talk to you again soon, possibly tomorrow. Who knows what will happen in the greatest reality show, the NFL. We love it. All right, KJ Podcast, we're out for real this time. Peace. You've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, my family has big plans for Labor Day weekend, but our outfits aren't measuring up. Then get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's huge Labor Day sale is on now. Get 50% off all jeans, 50% off all dresses, 50% off all tees, and 50% off all sweatshirts and hoodies for the whole family. 50% off all those styles? That's a big deal. So is this. Styles start at just six bucks at OldNavy and OldNavy.com. Change of plans. We're spending the weekend at Old Navy. High fashion. Old Navy. Valid 830-93. Excludes in-store clearance. Active licensed and men's package tees. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.